the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Going to be with our nationally recognized credit expert, uh, Dan Sater, in a few seconds, a few minutes. I just have to finish the topic I was talking to you about. So last week I told everybody, say, listen, I'm going to get these robots and I'll send them to the open houses. And But I'll first have them wake up every morning and say, Daddy, you're the greatest. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. We love you. Okay. And then I thought, hey, you know, at Douglas Elliman, we'll have open houses and we'll have the agent with their little robots. Because robots, if you program them, you can give them all the information and they can have so much data that any question you would ask, they can remember more than the human mind can. But I was not, a, you know, I had, you know, I thought I was the first to think of it, but I wasn't. And I read that robots now show California homes. The three-foot-tall robots, okay, so they're three feet, they have, and they come with an iPad screen to connect to a real human agent. Rolled out, they were rolled out last summer in the Bay Area. Where have I been? I haven't heard about it. They're intended to take the hassle out of coordinating showing times between agents and prospective renters or buyers. And it's the robots. Now, it looks like it's a man, and you know what, equal rights, you got to have men and women robots, okay? But this is a man, a sleek three-foot-tall robot greets the guests. He says, hello and welcome. You must be Gilbert. An iPad is mounted on the machine, displayed an agent's smiling face. These robots take the hassle out of coordinating showing times between agents and prospective renters. They're just a new piece of uh, wave of technology that's changing the way we buy and sell rent homes. And these days, clients can use artificial intelligence to comb property data, take virtual tours, and uh, view from their home. And, you know, I'm speaking Monday again. I'm speaking to uh, an organization of young CEOs. And when I say young, I ask how young is young? Young is a relative word, which young to somebody is not young to somebody else. So these are CEOs of, of different companies, not real estate, from 38 to 52, I think. And they want me to talk about disruption. And so it's not just the real estate industry, it's disruption. You know, it's like, what's going on? How, how are these artificial intelligence? How is it going to affect us? Are people going to lose jobs? Uh, well, let me put it this way. 
First of all, you can't fight progress. Second of all, I think I might have told you on a show before that 15 years ago, whenever the internet came out, everyone was like, Johnny, that's the end of your company. It's the end of the real estate business. The internet's taking it over. And of course, the internet didn't take it over. We worked with the internet and made it more efficient. And you can find out so much date, like you can get so much information. So I do think things will change. I think it's real important to keep up with changes, but I also think you can't be ahead of the market. You have to change when people are ready to change. And I think it's starting to change now. And I welcome a robot any time of the week. I, I'm going to name it Dottie, little Dottie. What about you? You'll have a little Andrew. <laughs> a little and Andrew. Ace, can you have a little Ace? That's it. Right? And then we'll we'll make sure that we program. And, and truthfully, they can really remember. I mean, they're not going to be, I don't know if they'll be able, I don't know if they're up to negotiating sales, which is a skill that I think people don't value enough. But I do think they will know data about everything. So we'll see what go up, what happens. And when I get one, I will certainly let you know. I'm looking to, I would love that. We can use robot. a couple of little Dotties, Andrews. And yeah, let's get around, one. You know? you know, when I was <laughs> little, I, well, I, when I was little, there was a kid, his name was Robbie. And he had a little, he had like a little eight and he used to dress him. And I want, I want that. I was like, dad, please, I want an ape. I want that little gorilla that, you know, it wasn't McGilla gorilla. It wasn't a big one. It was a little one and he would dress it. Okay. Um, but now I'm past that. You know what? I'll take a robot. Tati, to finish you... what I told, what, do, do, do you have one? No, get one? just wanted to um, let Terry know um, she's a caller waiting that will be right with her, so. Oh, we will. Okay. Just got to finish. I just have to finish you know, in the middle of a sentence. You have to finish your sentence. I did tell you before that Madonna offered Megan and Prince Harry her $7.3 million apartment. And the Queen of Pop says, Buckingham Palace has nothing going on compared to Central Park West. Okay? She says, don't run off to Canada. This is Madonna. Canada is so boring, she told the couple in a video posted Tuesday to her Instagram. She said she'll let the pair, who have a young son, Archie, sublet her Manhattan apartment in Central Park West. Okay, it's two bedrooms. She says it's got the best views of Manhattan. It's got an incredible balcony, and it's a winner. And uh, I don't know if they'll rent it, but we'll keep you posted on whether she gets it or not. Terry, I want to take a quick call. Terry, you're from Manhattan. Is that Terry? Do you hear me? Yes, I can. My question is as follows. I have a very unique thing. Um, we signed a contract on a $1,300,000 house. I am the seller. I, my buyer comes to I. My buyer came to me and said to me, I'd like to have a price reduction of $200,000 because I feel now your house isn't worth it. And he has a job. He had the appraiser. I, I have a commitment letter. Um, I don't, don't have a, I'm going to turn it over the, to uh, Andrew, but let me ask you this. Do you have a signed contract? Correct. You, so you, your, attorney, your attorney wrote up a contract and his attorney yes. signed it? Correct. Andrew, Everything take it is, away. Yeah. 
So the default rule based on Dottie's dispositive question, meaning the most important question Dottie asked is whether you have a signed contract. Correct, I do. And the default rule when you have that signed contract is that you don't need to renegotiate. But Wonderful. a default rule in real estate always has an exception. And you need to speak to your attorney and see if the contract gives the buyers any outs. Meaning, for example, I'm selling right now a co-op that I own in Long Beach. And one of the things that it says in there is the electric is going to be in working condition. And let's assume there was an electrical issue and I refuse to fix it. That would give the buyer a way out of the deal. So when you write a contract of sale on a sale of a property, it has representations of things that will be existing on the date of the closing. So the default rule, again, Terry, the easy thing is you don't have to give them the 200. But you should yeah, have a Terry, conversation but... with your attorney first and say, hey, do we have any exposure where they could say we are able to get out of this deal or we could sue you to force you to fix something? And you have okay. to have that conversation with your attorney. Okay, but let me, let me, and I, I and I know I can't, you just have to just wait. I, Terry, I just want to give you some advice because I've been in the business a long time. I've seen every trip. What you really have to be careful is, okay, what Andrew said, make sure there's nothing that the attorney said that they can get out. But usually every contract on Long Island that I know, and I spent most of my life in Long Island doing real estate, that's where I started, has a mortgage contingency saying, okay, you know, there's a number. If they don't get a mortgage for X, that. She has a commitment, then, Dottie, she said in her story. You, so Sherry had the commitment. You have the issued. copy of the commitment letter that yes, they were, they do. that someone's lending the money? Yeah. Yes. That's why I didn't go yes. into the mortgage contingency. Sherry said she had a commitment on it. So they oh, wouldn't well, be able to get that. out on the mortgage contingency. So that's why I wanted to know if there's any other peculiar topics okay, on it. I, and that's why I, you got to see your okay. attorney. And if worse comes to worse, let's just say they don't close, then do they leave a, a decent down payment? Yes, yeah, 75000 Yeah, so at the worst that happens, I would think if, if everything you're saying is correct, then you would keep their 75000 Well, And by I'm, the way, I, I want to put a caveat, Dottie. I need to put a caveat on that because people do have that misnomer that they could just keep the money. What generally happens, and this is a big field for my law firm, we do a lot of this litigation, is that the buyer will claim that you defaulted, and you will claim that the buyer defaulted, and then you have a lawsuit over that 75000 So rarely does a seller get to keep all of the money. And I would suggest instead of thinking that, hey, we're going to call them on this or we're going to do this, you just need to speak to your attorney and find out your rights. And assuming they have no leverage on you, you should say too bad, tough noogies. But you need to speak to your lawyer. And a big thing, Terry, I want you to ask your lawyer, okay? In that contract, do you have a right to get attorney's fees if you have to sue over the 75000 is if you don't have a right to get attorney's fees, if you have to sue over the 75000 you could eat the whole 75000 trying to keep the 75000 Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I'm just wondering if uh, it's a private loan uh, company, and I'd like to know, uh, I must check it if it's a commitment or if it's approval. I, I'm, he well, that's a big difference. Yes, I know. To Dottie's that. point, an approval means absolutely nothing from an attorney's perspective. Right. A commitment means a hundred percent everything from an attorney's perspective. And I'm going to So you guess, need to speak to your attorney. Yeah, and okay. I'm just guessing. I hope I'm wrong. You have to fill us in. I mean, because you're in a great place. And what are they? And I'm curious. Why are they? Because I have the numbers on Long Island, and I, you know, it's, it's doing they well. You're in that, a great. 
Exactly. You, you that they can because they feel that the prices are going down, and I cannot believe it. But I just don't uh, entertain them. I just want to go through with the sale. And I the only problem was, and uh, I wanted to extend the closing to uh, May 31st, and then I felt they were holding me hostage. I said, "Will you sign the price reduction letter? We'll give you a commitment uh, of. Uh, we'll give you a an extension." I'm prepared to leave uh, within the month, if that's the case. Because for two hundred grand, I can get a nice hotel. Yes, you can. <laughs> I like your thinking. Do I a, like your thinking. Do me a <laughs> that's favor. <smart>. First of <laughs> all, check what check about that commitment. Whether it's an if it's actually a commitment that the bank says they are lending the money, and also. Uh, at the end of the day, what's probably happened is they're reading market reports, and market reports lump a lot of things together. And if I'm, if I read the last Long Island market report, it's really good. But on the part on the North Shore, when you're talking the, they're not when you're talking estates that are ten million, seven, you know, the old states, those are slower to sell, and they're not selling at the same price because younger people don't want them. But you're in Manhasset. It's a great area. It's close to transportation. It's great schools. I just would find out. And at the end, when everything is clear, please call me back. I'd love to hear the results. But Ace, what she should ask for the commitment letter, right? So, so Terry, I have one question on the banker side here, right? So um, did do you know what the appraisal was? Was there a reason it, oh, why? Oh, very interesting. The appraisal yes. came in for 1.3, exactly the purchase price. Oh, okay. So so you're in good shape. You're in good shape. So Yes. Because if the appraisal came in low, I can see why they yes. had a reason to, to negotiate. No, I think it's price. buyer's remorse because he yeah. wanted more bedrooms. Got it. No, Got I, it. I speak I think, to your think, attorney, though, yeah. please, yeah, because what I will say to you is that a lot of people with buyer's remorse can also find an angle on the contract. And it turns out that my family owns the original firehouse in Manhasset. And it turns out I have a satellite really? office there. It is. Yeah. My grandfather oh. converted from the fire department. And so I have a satellite office in there. It's right off of Northern Boulevard. It's on East Shore Road. And if you give me a shout um, during the week, if you need further questions or a second opinion, I'm always there around. You could just give me a call. It's 646 216-8009. And what is your last name, please? Lieb. Andrew Lieb. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Thank you very much. So I should ask my attorney. My attorney says he doesn't have anything uh, to, I don't have anything to worry about. Just close uh, ASP and, and that's that. I'm with him then. Do, if you ask your attorney, you should speak to him and you should say to your attorney that if you're telling me I have no risk, I want to close. And as Dottie pointed out, if they don't want to close, then you're going to go after that 75000 Yeah. And while, you know, while I have you on the phone, Terry, uh, I just want to, because this is great for other, other sellers to hear this. One of the things I ask people to do and um, is because one of the ways people can get out of a contract legally is they can say, oh, you know, you know, the contract is contingent getting a mortgage at X amount of money. They can go to a bank who doesn't, you know, they can go to a bank that, like, if you don't have, like, pristine credit or they can go to a bank that's really tough on mortgages and they can say, or they can have a friend at a bank, they can say, oh, we didn't get the mortgage. So I like to have, when we try to tell people, when you have a contract, and this is something um, sellers should do, 
you have a mortgage contingency. However, I asked them to go to Citizens Bank and get the commitment letter that they will lend them the, the money. If you want to get it someplace else, that's fine. But we know that you can get a mortgage already, so you can't use that trick. But it sounds to me like you have that commitment letter that the appraisal came in and that they can get a mortgage. And you know what? They probably heard someone saying prices are low and you know what? Manhattan is a solid place. So they probably got nervous. And you know what? They tried. Terry, if it makes you feel better, my family sold a house in Saddle Rock about 10 years ago in Great Neck. And the buyers showed up at the closing with $200,000 less in cash. And they said, really? here's the money. Yeah, this is what they did. It really happened, Dottie. They showed up with $200,000 less. And they said, either take the number or we could have a lawsuit. And my mother was there. And she goes, well, my son owns a law firm, so we'll have the lawsuit. But people are scumbags. And they're always trying to get their way out. And not everyone. There's plenty of wonderful people out there. But probably they spoke to a friend or looked at the market and got cold feet. And now they they're trying to nervous. manipulate you. Yeah, so you because need to be they, tough. Yeah, no, but not that. That's what we talk about information. It's general information. And when homes, and there used to be many estates on Long Island that were 10 million, 50. And what happens is those estates are not as much in demand. The millennials really don't need those. They don't want those kind of houses. So if those were 10, 12 million, and now they're fell for nine, it shows a price drop. You are, Manhattan's um, great. It's not, it's, it's the best. It, I know, I know those numbers. I know it's good. They're just probably nervous. As long as you have the commitment, be, you know, be polite. Say, listen, I made arrangements to move and, you know, they'll be fine. And they'll be so, and one day they'll say, you know what? Thank goodness we bought this house. We bought it at the right time. We bought it in a great place. There's nothing better than living in Manhattan. It's a great place to grow up and bring your family. Keep us posted, Terry. Just curious, all right? Yeah, I want to know. You. Good luck. Have a great weekend. Yeah, that was an interesting question. Okay. Now, Dan. Okay, <laughs> I, you know, thank you for being patient, but we had a couple of questions and we had to, to do them. And I just, as I said before, um, in the beginning of the show, I said that our Dan is a nationally recognized credit expert and a certified FICO professional. He is also a credit expert witness in legal matters and chairman of the Credit Repair Trade Association. And you can reach him at creditscoringadvisor.com. That's creditscoringadvisor.com. Or if it's easier for you to call or you like to, to speak to someone, you can do it that way also, 631 465-9565. That's 631-465-9565. Okay, and we're going to talk about the new way of credit. But Dan, before you tell us the new credit scoring, I have to finish my Madonna story. Now, our place is $6 million. What do you think Buckingham Palace, which was built in 1703, what do you think that value is? Oh, geez, I have absolutely no idea. Anybody want to take a guess? Now, remember, Madonna's a place, uh, her place, which is on uh, Central Park West, is selling for 7.3. It's got to be priceless, Dottie. She has all those those soldiers in front of the palace. And you, do you, Have you ever tried putting your fa hand in front of their face and seeing if they Listen, blink? I would never give up my American citizenship, but it's reported at over five. Well, 
this was worth over five billion dollars. Wow. So that's really a down. I mean, like if you're going from five billion to seven. Yeah. I mean, slumming it, slumming it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you'll be happy there, and there's great views. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're going to talk to Dan about the new way, okay, of credit scoring. Eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, we're invited to Teamsters Local 237's headquarters for the union's installation ceremony where many of its top officials are sworn in. It's Reaching Out, Saturday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Win a date night for you and your sweetheart. This Valentine's Day, AM 970 will be giving away stunning flowers by Kathy from Casey Creations of Closter, New Jersey, and dinner for two at one of these fabulous restaurants. David Burke Tavern, 135 E62nd Street, Hunt and Fish Club, 125 West 44th Street, Sojourn Restaurant, 244 E79th Street, or Rustica Lounge Restaurant, 565 Gorge Road, Cliffside Park. Or win an elegant catered dinner for two by Chef Dominic of DR Catering. Enter to win at am970theanswer.com. Winners will be contacted by Tuesday, February 11th. Head to am 970 answer.com for details. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. The trucking industry finally has a voice in New York City. Get the real deal on transportation and logistics. Tune in for New York Truck Stop Radio with Arthur and Zach Miller this Saturday afternoon at 1 on AM 970, The Answer. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com surroundnewyork.com connecting you with new customers like am 970 the answer then don't forget to like us on facebook interact with us share your thoughts about your favorite shows give feedback to our hosts share your opinion on hot topics learn about events and more am 970 the It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with 
my financial whiz, Ace. And uh, I'm going to meet your robot friend soon. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, and Andrew, that robot could teach the class, you know. I was going to come and help you do it once in a while. But I think that robot, robot Dottie. you know. Robot Dottie. <laughs> no, I but love you're going to have to tell the robot if anyone talks, he's got to single them out. And uh, Dan, <laughs> uh, we're talking about it, and I want you to tell us about the new credit score and how they're doing it. But do you think you'll have a robot to help you out a little bit? <laughs> I should. <laughs> well, I want one. And you know what? The first thing it's going to say is, Dottie, you're the greatest. There you go. Okay? Is that like the mirror robot. on the wall? Yes. <laughs> Now, remember, when she said she wasn't the fairest of all, then she broke the mirror, okay? So you, you, <laughs> it's got to say the right things, otherwise I'm breaking the robot. <laughs> okay. how, tell us, okay. Yes, well, we FICO have, is coming, yeah, yeah FICO is coming out with a new uh, scoring model called FICO Score 10 Suites. Uh, it's a suite because it consists of actually two scoring models, FICO Score 10 and FICO score 10 key, uh, 10 T. I mean, it takes a much closer look at the past two years of your uh, credit history. And they're talking that it's going to outperform all previous FICO scoring models. It'll reduce defaults like 10% for new credit cards, 9% for auto loans, and 17% for new mortgages versus the FICO Classic. There's five basic uh, elements to this FICO scoring model that you need to uh, keep in mind. First is going to take into account a customer's account balances. So if you have high balances, you'll start to lose points. Uh, Wait a it looks second, at meaning if you have like balances on credit cards, things like that, a card Right. Payments? Yeah, it's okay. mostly on the credit cards that will look at those high balances. Um, okay. Missed payments over the last two years will be weighted much more heavily than in the past. And why, Dan? But well, why are they doing this? Do you know? Well, because statistically or mathematically, um, they calculated out after examining 10 million different uh, consumer uh, habits over a two-year period that they tracked, they found out that the missing payments were more indicative of you becoming 90 or more days late in the next two years. So because of the mathematical formulation, they, they're looking and seeing that missed payments are more indicative, and therefore they give more weight to them, which means you lose more points more quickly. Wow. They also are going to do that with the high utilization. If you have accounts that are maxed out, uh, they're going to punish you. The thing that, that of course, you've got to keep in mind is that an occasional spike won't have impact, but they're looking at the whole two-year history. And if you have a habit of having high uh, utilization using most of your credit limit, uh, that will punish you. The fourth thing is that the new algorithm is going to look at your actual payments and factor those in to see if you're paying more than the minimum payments. So people that have been paying just the minimum payments are going to be considered much riskier, hence a lower score. And the fifth one is that they're going to look at um, borrowers who apply for personal loans, especially when they continue, uh, they transfer credit card debt to the personal loan and then continue to rack up credit card balances. Um, you know, 
it'll start to pull down the scores more because they figure, again, that's an increased risk. They're estimating that about 40 million consumers will see a drop of at least 20 points. Okay, now wait. To our, our listeners, if your credit score drops 20 points, because when you look at ACE, you can elaborate. Yeah. When you look at the credit, like if you look at the rates and you see that the best rate, like this low rate, remember, that's probably for people who have the best credit. So, Dan, if you go down, that's going to affect, and, 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 and ACE, that's going to affect the interest rate you get, wouldn't it? It will most definitely affect your, your interest rate, Dottie. So 20 points is, is actually a lot. So Yeah, a, so besides that, you want to make sure you get a mortgage. Because I think, Dan, you, could, you might be too low to even get a mortgage. But if you do get a mortgage, you're probably not going to get the best rate. Now, Dan, would this apply to if you're buying a car or anything like, or just house? <coughs> oh, no, it, it applies to everything, just like all the other models do. Okay, so, Dan, now when is this supposed to happen? Okay, well, Experian, or Equifax, I should say, uh, is going to have this on their servers by uh, the summer. And TransUnion and Experian will follow up uh, probably in the winter. Well, my friend from Oceanside, sell now. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, what's it's off to Arizona. Prepared, yes. <laughs> is, 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 is there anything? Now, okay, knowing this ahead of time, which is very good to know ahead of time. We don't like it, but very good to know ahead of time. What can people do now? If, be, if they know they're going to, well, even if you're not looking for a home, if you want to rent, or you're eventually going to lease a car, these are things that you should know now. It's money that you're going to throw out the window if you don't have to. What should they be doing to, if they're, well, they, you know, what uh, obviously, they, 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 yeah, they, they need to make sure that they don't really use more than like 30% of their credit limit. Because as you go up into the higher areas, it hurts you now, but it'll hurt you more later. And you want to make sure that you have things set up, even if you have to do a, an auto pay on all your accounts, to make sure you don't miss a credit card payment. Because if you do, they're going to look right. at this for two years. Now, let me ask you a question, because it's happened to me. There was a time or two, and I never missed mortgage payments, but there was a time or two I was always busy, and my bills were coming to two different places, and I just forgot about it, or I had the thing, and I just forgot to mail it. And I was late. If somebody, by mistake, just forgets to make the payment, is, should they call the bank? Should they call you? Like, if you catch it right away, that you let's say it was just a mistake. It wasn't that you didn't have the money. It's just a mistake. Is there anything you can – should you call them right away? Well, I'm, I mean, you can, you know, ask them to do a, a goodwill uh, removal. The problem is that if you go to the um, – customer service department, um, they really don't give you much service to the customers. They do not have the authority to remove something from reporting. Um, you really need to go at the corporate office on this. So, yeah, it would pay to do that. Um, if, but, like, um, would you be able to help somebody, like, if somebody missed here and there a payment, okay? I, and I don't, like, would you be able to help them? I mean, like, First of all, they have to look at their credit now, correct? Right. right. They, well, they should be looking at their credit at least once every six months, you know, okay. to make sure there's nothing on there that shouldn't be right. on there. 
Now, what you're saying, because I want everyone to know this, and I think, Andrew, your school at ACE will, will have to teach everybody that we talk to. So now let's say your credit score is an average of 760 or 750. Just, But by the standards you're saying, it could be less a year from now, right? Oh, well, if you make any mistakes like that, It'll hit you harder than it would if it happened now. Yes, definitely. Okay. So what would you suggest people do besides for looking at it every six months? And then if, if, if let's say they think that, you know, the, because your credit score is going to determine what you pay interest rates on anything you buy. And if you rent, the, the rental, the, the, the tenant, the uh, landlord wants to know what your credit is because why should he want somebody who seems like a deadbeat now what about the people that take money and they move it all over i my daughter's one of them oh mom i have <laughs> i said you have tremendous credit card debt you'll never pay that off you're she says no mom you know but i took you know you know they have those offers do this you don't pay for um and she moves what would you a lot of these kids do that what would you suggest they do call you and really work on their credit, even if you're not you know, One of something. the things they have to de develop some discipline. The thing is, it, there may be some occasions where you want to swing it over to get a 0% interest rate for 12 or 15 months on a credit card. And right. if you get into that habit, you're putting yourself in a bad position. Uh, what you have to discipline yourself to do is if you throw it into a 0% credit card, you make the same type of payments because all those payments, every dollar goes to the principal, not to interest, and to pay those down faster. That works well when you swing something to a 0% credit card, and then you pay it down because you're paying it down with any interest charge in that payment. In other words, uh, but, if you pay it off. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Well, so yeah, say over, over the next year, for example, if you're systematically paying it down, uh, you're going to be in a lot better position than if you just kept it on the regular credit card and tried to pay it because every month you're paying a, a certain amount for interest and a certain amount for principal, and it's okay. diluting your actual monthly payment because of the interest. So it makes sense in that respect, but to constantly bounce it, is what you're trying to do is game the system so you don't have to pay that interest. But there's a point of no return where you get yourself in trouble. Yeah, I'll have to have you speak to my daughter. I have another question I could answer after the break. Would it pay for people who have debt to now go and, if they own something, to get a refinance or an equity loan or something, which the interest rate is less, and move the... Credit card balance, you know, would pay the pay the credit card off. I want to talk about that a little right after the break. Um, if you have a lot of credit card debt, you own something, should you do a refinance or a equity move? We'll talk with Dan and Ace right after our break. This weekend on Champions of Justice, the subject is human trafficking. Hundreds of thousands of adults and children alike enslaved for manual labor and sex trade here in our own cities. Tom Girardi talks with two crusaders against human trafficking about the need for awareness and access to our schools for education to prevent extortion of our children. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10 here on AM 970 The Answer. 
Make Valentine's Day extra special this year with a romantic night like no other in Lower Manhattan at The Bailey. Treat your love to a delicious prefix menu with options like lobster bisque, Delmonico's ribeye steak, main lobster risotto, and of course, a decadent Bailey dessert. Fall in love all over again with a romantic dinner, white tablecloth, and red roses galore. All for a price that won't break your heart. Dance and dine with your Valentine to a live performance by the marvelous Cassandra Kabinsky. Billy Joel, that's right, the Billy Joel, says she's a transcendent voice you can't miss. Treat that special someone to a night they'll never forget at the Bailey. Make reservations now. Seating is limited. Call 212-859-2200. That's 212-859-2200. You won't believe the five-star quality of this special prefix menu, all for just $49 per person. There's no better place for fabulous cuisine, live music, and romantic ambiance than the Bailey on Valentine's Day. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Hey, hey, hey! My dad is bringing home the best birthday cake ever! It was my fifth birthday, and my dad was bringing home the cake. Should have been here a half hour ago. The cake never made it. And neither did my dad. That was the day a drunk driver killed my dad. Daddy? Impaired drivers take lives. Think. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Aired in cooperation with the New York State Broadcasters Association. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we were in the middle of a conversation with Dan Sater, who is our credit expert, and uh, he's a certified professional. You can always reach him at 631-465-9565. I was talking about the, the new rules coming down the road, another six or seven months, are going to be tougher on, on your credit. So your, you know, your credit score, score could go down. And as you know, you have to have good credit scores. You get the best rates. If you don't have good credit scores, you're going to get a higher mortgage rate. You might have a tenant, that, uh, a landlord that doesn't even take you. Uh, if you go for a car loan, you're going to pay more. So I was asking if you have someone who has a credit card debt, and I don't know what, what the credit card rates are. I mean, I have credit cards. I, I don't keep track of their rates, but they're higher than. Would you be better off if you own a home taking out like an equity or refi? Or is well, that too asking, general of a question? I'm asking no, both the thing of. is that if you're going to do something, now is the time to do it before these things 
uh, become the uh, the rule because they'll track them. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be tracking somebody using um, a home equity line uh, to pay off the credit card debts. Uh, they will be tracking the personal loan. So, uh, but we don't know all the details yet on the FICO score 10. Uh, once it's out, we'll be seeing how it handles different things. So I would say that, you know, in the beginning of this year, that would be the time if you're going to do something like that so you can keep those credit card balances down as we go into a new scoring model. Are all the credit card companies doing I mean, are, all the, um, are they all doing it? Well, you know, they all have a choice of what system they use, uh, which uh, I should say scoring model they use, uh, except for the mortgage industry, which is stuck with FICO Classic uh, <laughs> until Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac change their mind. Um, you'll constantly be using that one. But with them predicting that this is going to be 17 percent more predictive and, and reduced result of uh, 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 defaults over the FICO Classic, who knows when the banking industry will, you know, uh, take that on as the one that they want to use. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, Ace, do you see people coming to do that, you know, or? Um, not right now, Dottie. I mean, you know, the mortgage industry, we sort of lag behind a little bit uh, with the credit bureaus. But I'm sure if it's going to help the default rate and reduce it by 17 percent, something no, that. But no, what, what I'm know. saying, Ace, is if somebody has a home, let, yeah. they're not, and they're, and they're not looking to sell it, let's mm -hmm. assume. And they have a lot of credit card debt. Okay, I mean, even if they're not going to rent anything or sell, it might, wouldn't it be wise to look at what you could take ahead, the interest rate on a home equity opposed to a credit card? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's what people are doing today, Dottie, right? So that's what doing, I'm asking. Yeah, Would you explain that a yeah. little bit to and, people? And a lot of people are taking out first mortgages uh, for that matter, right? So Can if you, you have... Yeah, yeah, I can, can definitely talk explain. About that? So for all of our listeners that own a home and may have equity in their property, what a lot of folks are doing is instead of paying 16% rates on the credit cards or 13% rates, they're actually refinancing their mortgage. Um, you can refinance today at a rate of 3.25, take out a little bit of extra cash. Usually the rule of thumb is 70% of your value, and you use it to you know debt consolidate, pay off your credit cards, your car loans, whatever is giving you a higher interest rate than the 3% rate that you would get on refinancing your mortgage, you'll use that money that you get and you'll pay off your debt. So it's a very popular tool and vehicle that people are using today. And um, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you are one of those that actually own a home and are not doing anything with your equity, that could be a possibility for you to explore and look at different options. So very, very popular today, Dottie. Thank you, and by the way, you could buy San Francisco's cheapest real estate listing. It's only a hundred grand, and it's a parking spot. Look at that. <laughs> so, hey, you know it's probably going to go up in value. Like it's probably tough parking over there. Let me take a quick question. I have Lou Fisher from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, hi, Lou. Hey, Dottie. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Very good. I'm doing great, actually. I'm Is that my friend Lou? Hello, hey, Lou. Hey, Andrew, how you doing? So I was awesome, listening to comment. What's I happening? Was listening, listening to Terry, and right. I'm licensed in the Great Neck office with Douglas Allman, and yes. I recently sold two homes in Manhasset within the past uh, three to six months. Both homes sold for a million three and were knockdowns. 
So and we're tear down. So wait, let me just explain that. Wait, Lou, that's good. I'm glad you called, and we didn't ask him, but I'm glad he called. What happens in certain areas, and Manhattan is one of them, where there's no land to build new. To get the house you really want, you might have to tear it down. So what Lou is saying is he works in Douglas Sullivan's Great Neck office, is that he just sold two houses in Manhasset, which is where that woman that called in and said the people want her to reduce it by two hundred thousand dollars more. He you sold them for a million three, did you say? Yes, a million three as is um, you know, with no mortgage contingencies. Meaning you can't get so out of the mortgage. She may, right. So she may have been misinformed or maybe she's using a discount broker to represent them. But it's a classic case of someone not having a full service broker because at Douglas Elliman, we're all trained how to negotiate. Well, no, I think she did negotiate the deal. They have a deal. They had a signed contract. It sounded like. I think Andrew asked her that. And they had a mortgage. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. So I think it was all negotiated. They agreed on the price. They signed the contract. It looks like they had a mortgage commitment. And I guess the guy read something or maybe he got spooked, you know, and maybe somebody said, what are you, crazy? The market's going to go down. Um, but the point that you're making um, is that in Manhasset. The point that I'm, make, are, the point that I'm it, making is that the real estate market in Manhasset is very strong. Great. Yes, and that's what I said. You know, I come from Long Island. I know that. It's great commuting. And, and, and what Lou is saying is that he sold two homes recently in Manhasset that they bought for over a million dollars to just tear them down and build new, which is what they have to do when there's no yeah. land. Correct. So I, I thank you for sharing us. I keep us posted, but that market's hot. I just said at the beginning of the show, I said that uh, – those areas, first of all, they're close to the city. You know, they're, the commute's good. And uh, when people read that the market is sluggish, and I said Long Island's doing great, but they might have read when they break it down, some of those 20 million and 10 million big mansions are, like, are tougher to sell now because there's not as much. It only takes one, but there's not as many people out there for them. But God, you could, you could, you can't, you don't have enough of those properties to sell them in Hassan. It's a hot market. That's Thank correct. Thank you, Lou. Thank You're you, welcome. Lou. Have so a great Dottie, day. I've, I've known, I've known Lou for years and years and years, and this is really a hustling real estate broker, and he's a star. I just wanted to mention that. I think he's a great guy. Well, that's great. <laughs> and and, and yeah. thank you. Well, listen, Lou. I tell everyone, flattery will get you everywhere. And that's why my robots are going to flatter me. Get it? Okay. Got it. So, anyhow. Okay. So, you can. So, we're talking. And, and you know, just to just make this point before we end this segment. Because I think the show is almost over. If you have credit card debt and you own a home, that's another reason you should call up citizens or call A's and find out what the interest rate is, you know, you know, because I'm sure it's a lot less than your credit card. And you should also call Dan, and you can either reach Dan at creditscoringadvisor.com. That's creditscoringadvisor.com, or call his office at 631-465-9565. And let me just say this. 
Be proactive. Don't wait till you're ready to buy the car or the house. Okay? Do this ahead of time. And the worst thing that will happen is you got a better credit score. You lowered your interest rate. And you didn't buy anything, but you still saved money. It's worth I love that. Oh. Save that money. Yeah. Well, you know what? Ace, I got to call you. I, I've been meaning to call Ace. I need to refinance another property. Uh, he's doing me. mine. It's like, he's doing mine. He's doing yeah. mine. Yeah. I, I Ace, we'll talk. Ace. We'll talk. I'm going to text you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't want to buy the Or spot, I go to you know, Ace.w at Andrew. Citizens. But I have yeah. a deal for you. Now, I have a deal for you. Tell me. Andrew. Especially if you I want uh, to hear. get some extra money because you <laughs> refine it. Okay. Yeah. On Vanderbilt Avenue. Oh, okay. Well, you can. I can get you. Okay. It's not that far away. Now, it's not Long Island, but it's close. Now, and you can be boasting about this. I can get you a newly listed, brand new listing, private island. I like only it. Two, wait. Let me tell you the price. That's the key. Two hundred thousand. And Andrew, sold. You walk around and tell everybody. You know, I have a school. I have a great law practice. Okay. I have an island. I have an island. But <laughs> I also have an island. Now listen, it's just off the coast. It's nineteen okay. acres. Okay. It's no nice. locally. I want to change the name. We changed. We're trying to still change the guy who bought Rat Island. We're trying to change that name. Yeah, still. I don't like that. But this, yeah, this what's was, this one? But, all right. This is not as bad as Rat Island. But this is No Man's Island. No Man's Island. Okay? No Man's. Because that it's where our robots are going to live? No Man's no, Island. It's, com it's completely <laughs> undeveloped. Okay? It can be used for anything. And the guy says that he purchased the island in 2007. He travels to the island every day. He enjoys the summer watching people pass by on their boats. And he sits on the island and watches. So if you want an island for $200,000, a boy, can you have boasting rights? And for those guys that want to meet girls, tell them you own an island. You'll be in. Oh, it's amazing. We'll, we'll do broadcasting live from No Man's Island. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. At 866 we're almost done with winter. Enjoy the weekend. And Happy weekend. Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I forgot. Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.